Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Some disturbing issues to talk about today and particularly when we talk about young men. Young men suffering some of the most serious health issues when it comes to mental health more than any group in Australia, but tens of thousands are staying silent rather than seeking help. And all this while suicide remains the biggest killer of young people in Australia. National Youth Mental Health Foundation Headspace is launching what's known as the Father's Campaign. It's an initiative that's urging parents, and in particular fathers, to support their sons. Jason Trithowan is the CEO at Headspace. He's joining us. Hello, Jason. Welcome along to 2020. It's great to be here. Thank you. Jason, it's disturbing when we hear figures that just over one in ten young men actually seek help for mental health issues. Uh, Those figures, are they recent figures, or is this something we've known about for a long time? No, they're recent figures, but um, they're not overly different, I've got to say, to previous ones. And we have known um, for some time uh, that uh, men um, actually delay um, seeking help when they are feeling um, you know, challenged with mental health concerns. And that is uh, why we have um, such... One of, the, one of the reasons as to why we have um, such high suicide rates among men compared to women. And also... Um, when I look at that 75% of mental health issues occur before the age of 25, it reinforces that we do have an opportunity to start to to reduce those horrible statistics by young men actually being confident enough to be able to say, actually, I do need some help. Jason, it appears to be that young men aren't speaking up, and I wonder whether it's because... As young men, we don't always know how to articulate our feelings well. Uh, how do you think this whole thing with young men speaking up, what, what's stopping young men, do you think? Well, it's, it's, it's really generational. I mean, if you, if you just go back generations um, in Australia, that, um, you know, the old uh, terms of uh, suck it up, move on, just get on with it, um, uh, she'll be right, mate, all those sorts of comments um, have been occurring for some time. So... I actually think young people today are actually more aware of mental health. Their stigma is still there, but it's less than it was um, in generations gone by. But that said, it still takes um, someone to listen, someone to understand, uh, and through a conversation such, a, such as with a dad, um, for them to say, OK, I do need some help. And here's where fathers are especially important with their sons, uh, because perhaps on a broad scale, fewer people have a better relationship with young men than their fathers. And this is what you're encouraging right now. Fathers, an important role in helping sons to be able to articulate some of these issues they might be going through. Well, that's correct. I mean, a lot of things go unsaid between young people and their parents, and especially when it comes to mental health. So the Fathers Campaign that Headspace is launching today aims to open up the conversations between parents and young people particularly fathers and sons, to help identify mental health issues and raise awareness of the support services that are available to them. I mean, what's disturbing here, Jason, is that Australian men are three times more likely to take their own lives 
than Australian women. It does really single out young men in need of special attention on a day like today. It sure does. And across Australia's 100 headspace centres, our statistics show that 39% of those attending headspace centres are actually male. Um, you said before that 13% of young men who have a mental health issue are seeking help. And all of that points to the fact that um, females are more likely to seek help. They're more likely to talk to their friends um, about their mental health issues and are more likely to go and seek professional help. So what this campaign is doing is actually raising the profile of the importance of actually saying, well, you know what, I don't feel so well. I've had, um, you know, there may be signs such as a relationship breakup, um, school or exam-related pressures. They may have experienced recent drug and alcohol use or experimentation, um, bullying in the schoolyard, online social media issues. And all those things are starting to couple together to give them some levels of distress, which can then obviously lead to um, areas like anxiety and depression. Now, fathers in their role, uh, it's not just opening up a conversation, but you're encouraging fathers too uh, to be on the lookout, to identify some of these early signs. You mentioned things like, you know, not doing so well in the exam or a relationship breakdown. Uh, these sorts of signs... Fathers need to be a little bit more tuned into their sons. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they do. And uh, look, the, the fathers have such a, um, you know, the, the relationship. I mean, with with a young person um, is so critical. I mean, just not just for mental health, but also just for general development and support as a young person faces, you know, a whole range of challenges for the first time. And uh, that close connection. Um, can actually only go so much better by having a, a trusted relationship where they can express, um, you know, particular issues that they have. Now, I should also add that um, just because, um, well, you know, important to remember, I should say, that just because a young person is going through a tough time, it doesn't mean they will develop mental health issues. But a supportive father and family unit can make a big difference to how well a young person copes with those sorts of events such as, you know, relationship breakdowns and school pressures. And, of course, not all dads feel very well equipped to talk to their teenage sons, uh, but there is the encouragement to get a conversation started. I mean, there are things like uh, the Are You OK Day, those sorts of things. Is it simply a matter of, of asking the question, the right question in the right way at the right time? Well, I mean... As a father, I reckon that's pretty hard to get to get it right. To be honest, I think it's uh, it's it's multiple moments as opposed to a single question. And you know, this is about um, leading into questions such as, you know, how are you going at school, or how do you feel after the relationship breakup with a, a girlfriend, or how how is um, you know X, Y, and Z going? And 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 actually, then listening rather than responding. Um, headspace clinicians tell me that sometimes parents can be too quick to respond to address and fix and provide immediate guidance. And often a young person is actually just wanting to air their feelings and, um, and that's all they want to do. But what will happen in multiple times later is that the seed will be planted in that young, mind, that young person's mind that actually Dad has asked me a couple of times along the way about how I'm tracking um, he's genuinely interested. Maybe I will also be able to have that conversation with him uh, when I'm ready. So there's, it, it, it's not an immediate overnight success um, in terms of um, having that question 
and then actually getting a, getting a response that would satisfy the father. Uh, great advice, because if you try once and you fail, uh, you're saying keep trying because oh, a seed is being sown every time you make that approach and you actually offer your own concern. That's right, and and that's really, I mean, that's life. I mean, you need to, you know, you might be feeling I'm ready to have the conversation, but that doesn't mean the young person's ready to have it. But there will be a time, we hope, where both can come together and actually and talk more openly about things. Um, you know, the other challenge, though, for dads is that um, they probably themselves haven't been the greatest role models in relation to talking about their own mental health. Um, and that goes back to the, you know, generational issues of, um, you know, she'll be right, suck it up, move on, keep going. And so what I would be, uh, what, what the added challenge for fathers will be is that be prepared for that young person to return the question. Um, so if dad's experiencing work pressures, financial difficulties, um, relationship issues, um, then they may well be exhibiting behaviours that perhaps would suggest that they also need to, to um, have a conversation with someone and then perhaps seek help themselves. It's a two-way conversation, I think. Uh, what you're saying is that our mental health, oftentimes, whether you are the parent or the teenager, is often dependent on those relationships that you're building in the home because people at home are more likely to understand you more deeply than anyone else. Well, that's true. I mean, obviously, you know, we all and young people as well will may see a next door neighbour or an uncle um, or, or a mate from school as being that person they want to talk to most or they feel safest to talk to. And that's okay too. But yes, the family unit is so important when it comes to um, having open discussions and in a safe way to talk about um, issues such as mental health. Jason, while we're talking about young men primarily and good to have those conversations at home, but recognising that not every young man in a home actually has a dad to call on, what about other avenues, sports clubs, uh, at work, uh, part of a local church? Uh, these are other areas where these same questions can be asked, uh, where there's an opportunity to talk about issues that are going on that are, are ways that you can actually help to maintain good mental health? Yeah, most certainly. Look, um, well, clearly we're, we're, we're uh, honing in on the dads, but yeah, as you say, um, that's, you know, many, unfortunately, young Australians don't have a father or don't have a, a close relationship with their father through a whole various range of reasons. But as I said before, um, you know, that next-door neighbour, the uncle, um, as you say, someone from the local church um, or elsewhere that they actually feel like they can connect with, that's a really positive thing. Let's face it, the most important thing is that young men are no longer going to have to suffer in silence. You know, you know, if you think about the 87% who have mental health issues who aren't accessing help, um, if we can continue to bring that, that down, then it means that the less will be suffering in silence. And particularly before they reach the age of 25, that they've actually got in early, um, got on top of those issues, which will then enable them to live a, a more productive and functional life um, going forward. Well, the National Youth Mental Health Foundation called Headspace is launching this week what is known as the Father's Campaign, an initiative that's urging parents and in particular fathers to support their sons. There is a website. 
It's headspace.org.au and to specifically get to the page that's all about the father's campaign, headspace.org.au forward slash dads. Jason Trethowan, our guest, he's the CEO of Headspace. Jason, thanks for taking some time to share these things with our listeners today. No, well, thank you so much for enabling um, Headspace to talk about this really important issue and for your interest. It's terrific. Thank you so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.